Welcome to the Ladies in Waiting podcast, the resting place for servants leading the way. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. (laughs) We are here again today for another pod class. This is our July pod class. And so I am Christy Wilson, and this is... Hi, I'm India Williams. (laughs) And we are excited today to bring you this podcast topic about the fruit of the spirit. So we are excited to get started and to jump into the, and of course, you know, as we say this topic, it's probably like, okay, well, hmm, I may just bypass this one. You know, I know, I know about this topic. I know about Galatians 5, 22. I don't necessarily need to hear this one. I'm telling you, when you hear a word, even if it's a word that you know, that you know you've heard before, you've read before, sometimes you may be tempted to skip over it. I'm telling you, God gives new revelation all the time. And so join us. Hey, the Lord taught us as we were learning this too. We're like, oh, that's interesting. So we are excited to learn this with you as we get into our pod class today. And so, you know, uh, India, you know what our favorite thing is. Talk Well, before I get into anything, we'll have a prayer. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We know we start all things off with prayer because, as you know, with these pod classes, we want to make sure that what we do is not of us, but is of the Lord. So we're going to definitely invite him into this pod class. So join us in prayer. So, Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity to have another pod class for your glory and for our good. We know that we are talking about the fruit of the spirit today, Father God. And so we pray that you will just cultivate the information that we need through the Holy Spirit today so that not only can we know about the fruit, but we can know how to cultivate that fruit in our lives and how to apply it to our lives and live it once again, as we said before, for your glory and for our good. Pray right now that you ready us, ready Christian myself to be able to uh, use be used as a vessel to bring forth whatever it is you want us to learn and to know about the fruit of the spirit or anything else. And we also pray that you will prepare the hearts and the minds of the people joining us on the podcast class today, Father God. We pray that if there is anything in the way of them being able to focus uh, on this information, Lord, that you will remove it and clear the way so that they can truly focus on what is being learned in this pod class without any distractions and be able to get what you want them to get from this pod class. Yes. Lord, we thank you so much for that. And we thank you so much for them. And we're going to praise you right now in advance for whatever it is you're going to do in this pod class for your glory and for our good. In Jesus's mighty and precious name, we pray and we say thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, India, for getting us started with prayer, getting us started right. That's right. And so, Christy, you always kind of go over a reminder of what we're going (laughs) to need to be able to do today's pod class. So if you want to go over kind of just the the basic uh, supplies that everyone may want or need to gather if they want to have a full experience with us today as we learn about the fruit of the spirit. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I know my background's blurred out, so you may not be able to see this. But of course, the number one thing that you need 
is your Bible. Today, I am using the Tony Evans Study Bible, which is a fantastic resource. I cannot be talking about this enough. Yes. It's the uh, Christian Standard, uh, it's the CS, Christian Standard Bible, CSB Bible. You will also need something to write on. It can be your phone. It can be a notebook, whatever, just something to be able to take notes. And so that means you also need a writing utensil. So the writing utensil is your pen, pencil, marker, highlighter, whatever it may be, or it could just be your phone once again. You know, whatever you need to take notes today, those are the items that you need. All right. Well, for most people who have been used to coming to our pod classes, they kind of already know what those things are, and I'm sure they came prepared. But if you need to take a few moments to go ahead and gather those things, do so as we get ready to go to the Word of God to learn about the fruit of the Spirit. And so, um, as Christy said earlier, it is a very familiar uh, passage for many people, especially if you've been a Christian uh, for a while, walking with the Lord for a while. Um, but yes, we're going to go today and we're just going to go straight to the word and we are going to Amen. just let the Holy Spirit lead and guide whatever it is that we're going to really glean from the scripture today. And Amen. so we're going to go to Galatians chapter five. And I believe we're going to start at verse 19 and then finish through um, the end of the kind of that section, which is going to be 26. So we're going to read verses 19 through 26 today. So um, we're going to give you some time to get there with us, whether you're using your, you know, uh, your Bible on your phone or your smart device or whether you're actually using a physical Bible. We're going to give you some time to get to Galatians verses 19 through 26. And just kind of as some background information about this particular um, book of the Bible, this is Galatians. Galatians was actually a letter that was written by the Apostle Paul. And it was written to an early church uh, in Galatia, which is actually now, you know, would be considered Turkey. Okay, part of Turkey, um, but it was written by Paul to this kind of early beginning Christian church um, to to give them guidance, to give them godly advice, okay, mm. and to encourage them, to encourage them. And I love that. Yes, it was a letter meant for them, but I'm so thankful that God has allowed this letter to be meant for us as well and yes. to help lead and guide us. Right? right? Yes. Yes. So Christy, anything else, just kind of background knowledge that you want to share that you just kind of know before we get to reading the scripture itself and kind of get, get into chewing this word today, <laughs> morsels? No, honestly, I think that you gave it all. The only thing else I can say is, um, you know, uh, you know, Paul wrote it because the Galatians were having some issues. They were being told some false doctrine about how to follow the law of the lord and so mm. they were told that you know pretty much this salvation was not enough yeah. um and um he was writing this letter to them uh the book of galatians to help them refocus and get back on track to what they needed to be focused on in relation and related to their relationship with christ and so that's the only additional piece i wanted to add all right. Well, we definitely have looked at some of the background information. So now let's go ahead and dig into the actual 
word. So um, I'm actually using um, the Tony Evans Bible as well. And that is this Christian standard Bible. So Christy, if you want to go ahead and read for us, we're going to do verses 19 through 26. All right, cool. You want me to read all of it or you want me to stop and you read the other half or how you want, mm-hmm. how you want to do it? Read the whole thing because you know how we'll do. We'll come back and we'll, <laughs> we'll dissect it. You know, the Holy Spirit will lead us to come back to the parts as he wants us to to to, to go over them. But yeah, go ahead and read it in it, uh, all those verses and then we'll see what the Holy Spirit wants to do with all that. Well, thank you, Laura. Let's go. All right. All right. Galatians 5, starting at verse 19 and reading through to verse 26. Mm-hmm. Now the works of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatreds, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and anything similar. I am warning you about these things, as I warned you before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. All right. Yeah, that, that's a lot there. Ooh, um, it is. I mean, off the bat, we can see the juxtaposition. Yes. We can see where, where God, through Paul, is telling the people of Galatians, telling us today as well, um, that there are the, it's the spirit versus the flesh. Yes. We started off reading verse 19. That's really talking about the works of the flesh. Mm -hmm. Okay. So being led by your flesh, being led instead of being led by your, the spirit of the Lord, the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. So when we look at that, so when we know that we're, when we know that we are being um, put like this, there is another verse I'm thinking of right now. And I know we shouldn't probably be jumping around and around, but but Matthew 7. Oh. Um, Matthew 7 is what I'm thinking of when, when yes. I when I really see this. And then Matthew 7 and 20 says, Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Yes. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Um and and when we see certain things going on in our lives or the lives of others. Mm-hmm. We can know off the bat by these scriptures, is this person or am I being led by my flesh or by the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. Okay. So some of the indicators, you know, is already right here in verse 19. Yes. So Christy, you read some of them. So when we see those things, what are some of those things in verse 19 to let us know that we're not really being led by the Holy Spirit? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, jealousy you know idolatry Mm -hmm. and if you're seeing things like you know anger excessive anger um it says you know this uh version of the bible says dissensions dissensions is strife or contention um you know malcontent uh you know 
there's always some type of drama going on, stirring up a strife, that's dissension, uh, witchcraft, um, you know, sorcery, you know, idolatry, you know, wanting something that somebody else has, wanting something, you know, that, you know, and, you know, focusing on it and being, you know, focused on it, you know, envy, you know, being jealous, drunkenness, you know, all of those things are things that let you know it is a work, it's something of the flesh and not of the spirit. And if you think about it, all those things, you know, left unchecked can bring destruction. Oh, it says it right here in yes. verse 21. It breaks it down and says, you know, and, and, and another one that stuck out to me was drunkenness. Yes. You know, when we think about, you know, the world we live in right now, people don't frown upon drunkenness. Sometimes they think it's funny. Hey, we right. party, we're doing our thing. Mm-hmm. Yet to even see that is considered a work of the flesh. Yet in in verse 21, it says, as I warned you before, I'm going to go up here. I am warning you about these things. As I warned you before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So this is serious business. It is. It's serious business, you know, and and I, and I, my, my eyes are drawn to the word practice. Okay. Mm. Because we may have a jealous moment. We're human. We may have an envious moment. There we go. We're human. We may have a drunken moment. We're human. But when we practice these things, when these be- yes. things become a practice, that is when God is saying through Paul, you know, you're going to be, you're on, like you said, Christy, this path of destruction. You are not going to inherit yeah. the kingdom of God. You're not. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that out, Distinction D, because I didn't even think about that. That's I'm glad that you brought that out so no one feels condemned. Yes. Or, you know, you don't feel like, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I've been jealous before. What's that mean? Mm-hmm. That is the practice, it's the, it's the continual mm-hmm. act. Yes. It, yes. And so I'm glad that you brought that out. Well, and, and, and what I love is um, if we go ne- next to verse 22, it starts off with the but. And we that love words know that, first yeah. of all, every jot and tittle in the Bible has purpose. Yes. Every word, every letter. And so the fact that the word chosen is but is very important because when you use but, it negates everything that was said before. Yes. So to go right along with that whole piece about the practicing of these things whether it was a momentary thing, whether there was a time in your life where you did practice these works of the Mm -hmm. flesh, God through Paul says, but, meaning we can negate all that. Yes. What's coming next after that word, but. Yes. Go ahead and read uh, verse 22 for us again. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and Mm self-control the law is not against such things you're not gonna find a law against those things yes yes the law is not against those things so now here's the juxtaposition so we can also have a life that is led in it and i notice it says the fruit of the spirit. I, I yep. notice a lot of people call it the fruits 
of the spirit, but the the scripture itself says the fruit, like singular yes. of the spirit. And and I was counting, I think I counted nine of those attributes there. So Christy, yes. why do you, once again, we know that every jot and tittle matters in the word of God. So if fruit was selected instead of fruits, there is a meaning. So Christy, there can is. you give any insight in that? Yes, yes. that... It's really just one fruit. These are just attributes and characteristics of the fruit of Christ. And so these are parts of it, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control are characteristics of the fruit. Like think about it like this. Um, Think about uh, an apple, an apple's piece of fruit. Mm Mm-hmm. And if someone asks you to describe an apple, uh, say, hey, give me four or five things you would say about an apple. They could say it's round. Mm-hmm. Uh, the skin is tough. Um, I can eat all of it. It has seeds. Those are all things that are attributes of an apple. Mm. Parts of an apple, things used to describe an apple. Yes. Whereas the fruit of the spirit these are attributes used to describe that particular fruit. So how do you recognize someone who has is showing fruit of the Holy Spirit? And fruit is just something that's developed. Think about it like that. Something that is um, showing evidence of the Holy Spirit in that person's life. How is that person showing evidence of the Holy Spirit in their life? Well, they're showing these characteristics of this fruit they're showing gentleness they're showing love they're showing joy they're showing peace patience kindness Mm -hmm. Mm self-control but it's really only one fruit they're they're kind of like they're unified yes they they come together to make one thing thing. yes is that godly life yes so they are unified they are one and I noticed that it says the fruit of the spirit, uppercase S. So yes. when we see that in the word of God, Christy, what does, how does that differentiate in our understanding when we see spirit lowercase S? So the fruit of the spirit, uppercase S is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And mm. so that tells you right there. These are things that are developed with the Holy Spirit in you, that you're not going to be able to develop these things on your own. Because let's be honest, we're flesh and spirit. Yes. Things that we develop on our own that are not of the Holy Spirit, not of the Holy Spirit, capital S, are the things that we read before. Yes. But the capital S is the Holy Spirit is the Holy Ghost, is what you have, you know, inside of you. Mm -hmm. That is the fruit of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit inside of you. Yes, 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 yes. So this is, you know, not, and, and you said it earlier when you were given the background, that part of why Paul felt led to write this letter is because, you know, the Galatians who were, you know, kind of a new in their Christian faith, a new mm-hmm. church um, had been led to believe that part of their salvation came from following the Jewish law to the T. Right. As, you know, that was part of the only way that they could be saved. And, 
And Paul was like, this is incorrect doctrine. Like the, it, it, it like actually negates the whole concept of the of grace and of salvation. Right. Mm -hmm. It truly mm -hmm. is the gift of grace God given to that God gives to you. And so with that in mind, you know, they probably thought I need to show the fruit of my spirit. I need to show, you know, I, this is the work this, I have to do this. You know, I have to work peace in my life. I have to right, work yeah. joy in my life. I have no. to work love in my life. And even thinking like that sets us up for failure because yes. we cannot looking at this work, we cannot bear the fruit of our spirit. Cause you know what the fruit of our spirit is going to be? <laughs> Everything that was up there in verse 19 exactly. and, and verse 20 and 21, all of that stuff, yes. you know, um, like we've learned before, scripture says our, our righteousness says as filthy rags. It is. You no. Know? Um, yet when we look at this, it says it's the fruit of the spirit. So yes. this is the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. When we accept Jesus Christ as our savior, the Holy Spirit is there to help us live out the Christ-like life. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. I love what it says that is now the evidence, like we said, back in that Matthew 7 and 20, you know, um, and they, therefore, by their fruits, you shall know them. Um, what are some of those fruit? I counted nine of the attributes of the fruit. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I loved your analogy, Christy, with, you know, this is an apple and these are all the attributes of it. So let's read the attributes of the fruit of the spirit one more time christy read them all for us all right but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control okay so there's nine attributes of the fruit of the spirit in our lives that are reflecting that holy spirit-led life that christ-like life and i notice once again the placement and the choice matters. It does. It matters. There is a reason <laughs> why love comes first. So let's yes. talk a little bit about each of yes. these attributes, Christy. Anything you, God is speaking to you, Holy Spirit is speaking to you about these attributes and even the placement of what comes first and what comes last in the order. Well, honestly, I was just thinking about the, what you just said about, you know, how the placement is important and the fact that the first one is love. Yeah, you know, love <laughs> and not, you know, not, you know, conditional love. You know, this is yes. talking about the agape love of Christ, which yes. is unconditional. It surpasses, you know, feeling yes. of love. Yeah, it is the totality of love. It is God's love, it is mm -hmm. His perfect love. And so, if you think about it, you know, if you don't have love, you don't have anything. And so that's why I believe that the, the placement of love being first is extremely important. I think if you have love as the starting point, it can help generate all the other attributes. But you can't try to operate in, number one, you can't do it on your own anyway. Okay. But if love is not present, that's a foundational piece. It's going to be difficult to process and try to develop the other pieces. Like, how are you going to have joy without love? Yeah. So I think the the placement of, you know, love, God's agape love, 
the love he has for us that is completely unconditional mm-hmm. is important. You know, um, it says that, uh, I know there's a verse, uh, Romans 5 and 8. Ooh. It says, I know we're not going to jump around today, definitely. Uh, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. That is true, pure, unadulterated, perfect love. That's agape. That's agape love. Yes. That's agape. And I love how you said, Christy, you know, without love, we have nothing. And it's that specific type of love, that agape love. If you do look at the original text in the Greek, it does use the word agape because Mm. there's other types of love. There's right which is that romantic love and yes. philia, which is that friendship love as in philadelphia, philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, there's all types of love. Yes. That type of love specifically that is at the core. And I know we said, we're not going to jump around. We're not going to jump around. But I think about, you know, first um, Corinthians 13, when I think about love yes. and that description of yes. what true agape love is, you know, um, I would encourage everybody to go look at that when you get some time, even if you want to go quickly and just earmark it for later. But love is at the core of all of these other things. It's hard to have joy when I don't have love. It's hard to have peace and to have patience towards others if I don't have love. And so all these things matter, love and joy. I love that it says joy and not happiness. Because there's yes, talk about that. Go ahead. Joy is unconditional. Happiness is conditional. Yes. Something can happen in my life where I can go from being happy to being sad, but I can maintain joy in the midst of sorrow. Yes. I can maintain joy in the midst of grief and pain. And so joy is something that's not conditional upon my circumstances. And that's why I love that. This particular scripture, of course, it says that one of the attributes is joy and it doesn't say happiness. They're different. Yes, um, I, I'm glad you put point that distinction out, Dave. It's very true. Exactly. The differentiation between joy and happiness, because sometimes we think they're the same thing and they're not. Absolutely. And then that next one, Christy, is peace. And and I've, I've seen where people describe this particular peace as unshakable inner calm. Whew unshakable that's deep inner calm like it might be crazy town around me okay funky town crazy town whatever kind of town (laughs) around me yes and i just got this unshakable inner calm yes and it is it's rare you don't see that all the time you know you don't see that all the time um but to know that this is the type of peace, it's crazy peace. Yes. That can only come from the Holy Spirit. Yes. And then, of course, you know, the patience. Patience is right there getting towards the middle of all of them. When you can show patience to those who maybe don't show patience to you, that is a testimony to the Holy Spirit. It Christy is. And I are both mothers. Yes, we tell we are. you about how God will cultivate patience in your life <laughs> yes. when you need it. Hey, when you need I, it. Hey, let me tell you, I'm an almost 50 year old woman who's got a seven year old, a fresh seven year old, 
and I have a 14 year olds going on 15. Can you imagine the patience that I need in my life to be the best mom that I can be? I can't do it on my own. No. But God, through the Holy Spirit, is cultivating patience in me to have for my children and other people who I, you know, you know, I'm involved with. Um, and prayerfully, he's also giving them patience with me. Yes. I'm a yeah. work in progress, Christy. It is all it's a constant work in progress and not just, you know, you know, patience with, of course, our children, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, patience, you know, in life circumstances. Um, because there are times where we want things to be a certain way right now. Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. No one wants to suffer. No one wants to go through, go through things. And, you know, because other words for patience are long suffering mm. or forbearance. Long suffering. <laughs> right. And that in itself, that word itself says that's it right a, there. That's a picture. It's so long. <laughs> and so it's, and so knowing that just being able to sustain mm -hmm. and endure Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. still reflect the qualities of Christ while you're going through a situation yes. is like you said, I mean, there's no way we can do it. There's no way in our own flesh that we can do it. There's just, that's not possible that we yes. truly need God himself to help us, you know, be patient as we're yes. going through situations or to show also to patience toward other individuals, because there's no way we can do it. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, we can. I love it. And I love that God, that the Holy Spirit gives us an unlimited supply. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ooh, so where will we be without his patience toward us? Ooh, unlimited. Like Ooh. you said, toward us and then even for us that we can utilize yes. in our own circumstances. Ooh, thank you, God. And I love it's not just the patience that is an unlimited supply because I can't get by today on yesterday's patience. No. I need fresh patience. Fresh patience and every I, single day. And I love that actually that applies to every single piece of these, you know, attributes of the fruit. Yes. That it is an unlimited supply. You know, I can get fresh peace, fresh love. Yes. Fresh patience. I love it. And then it goes on to talk about kindness, you know, being yeah. kind towards others. And when you love them, it's easy to be kind. So operating in love, it makes sense that we're going to operate in kindness. And that we're going to operate in goodness, you know, and yes. meaning moral, you know, moral, good moral and motives. Okay? Yes. I was thinking of the word of like, uh, really like even integrity, you know. There we um, go. There you go. Integrity. But, yes. But, a way I'm not good. I'm not good. But the God in me is good. Holy Spirit is good. And so to see that attribute come out in my life is a blessing but yeah it's, it's just that good motives and good morals um we can't do it without the holy spirit no we can't i mean you know and because there are times where and i'm glad i'm glad that you brought out the word motives mm -hmm. because there are times where we can do things on the surface mm -hmm. that appear good yes 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 and maybe the motive behind it isn't so the Lord is really making a point of that goodness is not just an act. It's what's behind the act. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know, good actions toward others. And it's mm -hmm. also to why you're doing it. You know, what is your motive behind it? Yes. And those things combine together 
are, like you said, truly have to be a work of the Holy Spirit in your life. Yes. Because there are some times where, you know, motives may not be right. There are some times where, honestly, you know, I may do something because I feel I need to do it. Mm-hmm. I may not want to do it. I may have a funky attitude about it. Yes. And nevertheless, still do it. So on the outside, it can look like a good thing. Yes. But inside, it's not because my intentions are wrong. And so really, it's both together. It is the it is the what you're doing. And yes. It's also the why. why? Mm-hmm. It's the two things combined, the goodness. And that truly is nothing but the Holy Spirit himself working those things through you to make sure both are what they need to be. Yeah, I, I love that, Christy. And also, you know, along with that goodness, uh, the, the good morals, good motives is the faithfulness. Yes. You know, it's the faithfulness. God yes. is so faithful to us. In Ooh, fact, anybody sure that is. knows me knows when we talk about God and his attributes, everybody knows my favorite is faithfulness. Yeah, he is God faithful. has shown himself so faithful to me and my yes. family and my friends. Yes. You know, so faithful when I haven't been faithful to him. Yes, Lord. Yet when the Holy Spirit is allowed to lead and guide us. We're going to see that we're faithful. Yes. We're, de- we're, we're dependable. We are loyal. We are trustworthy. Yes. We are constant. You know, we're just going to be full disclosure right here. Christy and I had to have a serious prayer time <laughs> before we even started this pod class. Sure because did. both of us have had so much going on in our lives, you know, and we're tired and we just were like, oh, Lord, do we have to do this podcast today? I sure did. And we immediately asked for forgiveness. Yeah. We immediately asked God to forgive us that, you know, we were just not 100% really excited and ready. Because that's the other thing. We're going to be honest with you. A lot of this, we didn't know what we were talking about today. We knew the, <laughs> we knew the scriptures and that's it. And we're like, you that's know, pretty much it. just wait, you know, and just to see that you know, God, we know, accepted our, our, you know, our confession and our repentance yes. and, and just to see that, you know, our faithfulness won, you know, yes. we were like, we're going to be faithful. We're going to do this, this monthly pod class, you know, and that is a, a attribute of the fruit of the spirit. Yes, it is Being committed. You know, let's talk to those of us that are married. This world does not promote faithfulness in your marriage it does not promote it no it doesn't yet we know that with the holy spirit's leading and guiding you it's not even it doesn't even cross your mind in most cases or if it does it's a fleeting thought because you are faithful to whom god has put absolutely and you're not gonna let no man set it asunder amen faithfulness yes and now this one christy you always break this down for me we've had other conversations about gentleness (laughs) gentleness you know everybody wants to come in like a lion and we hear this about gentleness break that down for us well you know i uh you know gentleman gentleness is akin to meekness Mm -hmm. and you know, some people see that that word gentleness and meekness as weakness. And it is the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. You know, gentleness is power under control. Mm. You know, knowing 
when to say and how what to say and how to say it because there are times when a gentle word turns away wrath you know you need a gentle word you don't need to uh come in aggressively you know gentleness being you know just it is how you approach a situation it is how you talk to a person or speak to a situation it is truly power under control that you don't have to go off half cocked because that stuff that's in you is controlled by the Holy Spirit. And he is leading and guiding how you do what you do. Mm-hmm. He's leading what you say and how you say it. Oh, yeah. Because to me, going off half cock, saying whatever, doing whatever, that shows lack of control. Mm-hmm. That shows that it's not being controlled. You are not being controlled. I am not being controlled by the Holy Spirit gentleness is important it is truly important it's truly important to know how to approach a situation and what to say in a situation and that can only be directed by the capital s spirit oh wow power under control power which which is funny that the last one is self-control yes (laughs) yeah i mean I'm telling you, if nothing else, this word has just reiterated for me the importance of every single jot and tittle in the word of God, the way, the word choice, the order of the words. I mean, gosh, it's just opening up my mind to understand, as you said, these attributes of the fruit of the spirit, self-control, you know, that's the hardest you know, because we are impulsive. Yes. We are impulsive. That's just part of being human. We just, Ooh, good idea. Boom. Squirrel. Boom. Ooh, glitter. Whoa. Yes. You know, we can, you know, we can really be impulsive. I, I think about my son who's now 14 and to see how even his pulse impulsivity has, um, tampered down. Mm-hmm especially in comparison to my fresh seven-year-old mm. <laughs> night and day <laughs> night and you know, day just being impulsive right with the help of the holy spirit um we can truly you know take control of those impulses and tell them no yes no and not just tell them no yet live out that note yes i'm not doing that anymore i'm not going there anymore i'm not doing the mess around with that person anymore we can truly through the help of the holy spirit have that self-control and like you said it takes all those other things collectively to be able to have that wow so I mean, I thought I knew this scripture, but my goodness. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. And and also too, I'll be honest with you. One thing that I discovered, you know, as we were reading through this is Mm -hmm. I never thought about the order Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until we started doing this podcast more. I never thought about the order of it. You know, the order of the significance of the order of the words, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the fact that it starts off with love, you know, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control and how it ends you know, the, the anchors. Um, I never thought about the, the importance of the order, but like you said, every, there's nothing wasted in the word. No. And even the order of the words is important because yeah, I, yeah, it's, 
woo. Yeah. <laughs> That's all well, I can say. I totally agree. And and as we keep moving and we go to verse 24, now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with mm-hmm. his passions and desires. If we live by the spirit, let us also keep in step with the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Amen. So many people say, well, how do I cultivate this fruit? How do I lead, you know, this Christ-like life? How do I um, uh, live a spirit-led life? It says it right here in, in verse 25. If we live by the spirit, let us also keep in step with the spirit. Yes. You got to go where Holy Spirit's going. We think Holy Spirit going where we going. Okay. No, 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 no. If you are being led by the spirit, you go where Holy Spirit goes. Yep. So what you have to do is we've got to get close. We have to draw nigh unto the Lord. And yes. So Christy, what are the things that we can do to draw nigh to the Lord so that we can recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit? We can obey the voice of the spirit. There's certain, you know, discipline, so to speak, uh, that we can do that when we do these disciplines with, you know, the right intentions, the right motives, it will allow us to hear the spirit and stay in step with the spirit. What are some of those disciplines that we can do? Uh, Number one, uh, read the word. Yes. You know, read your Bible, read the word of God. You know, second thing you can do is prayer. Prayer is communication with God and prayer is, you know, not just um, talking to, but being quiet and still enough, long enough to hear him talk back to you as well. Yes. Um, yes. Surround yourself with other believers who can help mentor you and support you and you wanting to stay in the spirit and walking with the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. Let's see, you know, uh, you know, reading the word, prayer, fellowship with other believers. Yes. Those are the three yes. things that off the top of my head, you know, I can, you know, think of, you know, it's just that it, God's word is God's word. God's word never comes back void. It yes. sets out what it's supposed to, it does what it's supposed to do. It sure and does. so start with the word, set yes. aside time in your day to read the word and study the word. Um, set aside time of your day just to be with the Lord, be in his presence. You know, it could be, you know, five, 10 minutes in the morning, however your day looks, sitting inside some time, you know, noonday, midday, evening, whatever it is, just be sure to have deliberate time with the Lord. Yes. You know, it's not always, you know, a shotgun prayer, you know, a shotgun prayers. We know mm-hmm. when we do that Hail Mary and we need, you know, oh, I'm in a crisis. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Definitely still do that. Always call on the Lord when you're in trouble. Absolutely. And don't let that be the only time you call on the Lord because the Lord is about relationship. And just like with human relationships, um, you're not going to want to spend quality time. I mean, how are you going to feel about somebody who only calls you? when they want something you kind of feel some kind of yeah. way about it yes you yes. know you want to yes. but you feel also to some kind of way in a good way with someone that is you're talking to all the time 
you know, you're talking to, you know, their ins and outs. God is waiting for us. He wants us to know him. Yes. And how much time we spend with him is really up to us. It's not up to him. He's always available. It's truly up to us with how much quality time we spend with the Lord. So read your word, you know, pray, which is communication with him, talking and listening and surround yourself with other believers. That's not to say you can't be around Mm -hmm. non-believers. You just have to have a balance to be around people also too, who can help support you Mm -hmm. in your Christian walk as well. Well, and, and you know, the, the piece to go along with that too, is we, I love, you know, I think the natural go-tos are, you know, of course, prayer and reading the word, yet we sometimes don't really think about the significance of the people around us. Simply Not only believers. as you said about, you know, uh, uh, the accountability they give, the example yes. that they give, the support and encouragement that they give, but also the opportunity to actually display the fruit. Mm, yes. There is so much more significance than someone seeing me love myself than me actually loving on a person, mm. being patient toward a person. Yes. Being peaceful in a in a turbulent situation with a person. We need other people around us to actually see the fruit. That's true. To actually operate in the fruit. So not only yes. to receive from them the support we need and the and the you know accountability and the example, but also to be someone I can serve yes. through the fruit. So being able to show that these things are actually happening in my life, I need somebody on the other side of that. That's true. Yes, absolutely. That's a good point. So that is important. And we also want to just reiterate that we are human. So there may be times when you do fall out of step with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with checking yourself before you wreck yourself. Amen. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. yourself. You're right about that. I'm being real jealous right now. I'm being real petty right now. I'm being petty LaBelle about this situation. Or, you know, I am having these outbursts of anger and, you know, whatever it is. I've been drunk a lot lately. You out of step with the Holy Spirit. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Absolutely. And get right. And the thing is, get right back on track. It's very easy. The Holy Spirit is waiting. The Holy Spirit is actually motivating and moving things and people around you to give you that way to get back in step. Yes, he is. Him. So just, you know, confess it. Ask for forgiveness. Get back in your word. Or if you're in the word, bump it up. You've been in that word, you've been reading it in the morning, reading it in the morning and the night. You know, you've been reading once a week, bump it up to twice or three times a week. Yes. You've only been praying, you know, at church. Maybe you need to start incorporating prayer when you first wake up in the morning or throughout the day and at night. So just know that do not allow the enemy of your soul to talk you into staying out of step, out of shame and guilt yes he's gonna try to do it mm-hmm. just know hear this you can get back in step with the holy spirit just like that when he, when he moves you can get right back in step with him no matter what yes 
don't let the enemy tell you anything different. Just confess it and move on and do those things that Christy said or more of them. Yeah. And you will start seeing yourself. You'll start seeing the fruit. Remember, and they shall know them by the fruit. Yes. They're going to know you by your fruit. Okay. And so just know that you will be able to just demonstrate and show the fruit of the spirit once again. So, hey, man, Christy, that's it right there. Else, anything else before no. we actually wrap it up in prayer today? I mean, that is the wrap up right one. there. That's nothing. Have, there's nothing else. Woo, this that's was it. a good one. This was a good one, Christy. I had no clue. I've learned so much about no, something I, I, I knew. I thought I knew, but I didn't know this. So, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for teaching Christy and myself right along with everybody else uh, so many new and exciting things yes, and Lord. insights about the fruit of the Spirit. Thank yes, Lord. So, Christy, if there's nothing else, do you mind wrapping us up in prayer today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Lord, we thank you. Thank you so much for the sovereignty of your word and your presence and your might and your glory. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for teaching us in a new way about the fruit of the spirit. Thank you for teaching us just about who you are yes. and more evidence of your presence in our lives. Lord, just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for helping us walk out this word. Yes. Thank you for helping us cultivate this fruit because without you, we have nothing. We can do nothing. So we just say thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you for you being our God, you being our guide and our king. Mm -hmm. We love you and we thank you, Lord. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that beautiful prayer, Christy. So thank we want to thank everybody for joining us on today's pod class. We hope yes. you got something uh, wonderful out of it. I know I did. What about yes, you? I did too. Me too. <laughs> us too. Uh, so definitely we want to keep you encouraged, you know, go back and whatever platform you listen to this episode on, go back and see if there were other ones you missed and definitely check them out. We also want to encourage you if you want to keep this going and you're looking for a community to come around you and be a part of, join us on our Facebook group. Yes. It's a private group where we all give each other encouragement and we share different insights um, and wisdom, uh, praying for each other. Uh, also, we do have our website, which is uh, liwministries.com. And uh, if you really want to go deeper with us, there is a way that we can help you do that. We have a group of women that are walking together for about a year almost now, yes. halfway through. Uh, we have a, a, a monthly Zoom where we pray and encourage one another. So there are many ways that we can stay connected beyond this podcast uh, class. So feel free if you have more questions or you just, you know, want us to pray for you or anything else, just email us at ladiesinwaiting03 at gmail.com. All right. Anything else, Christy? No, that's it. You got it all. All right. Thanks, everybody. And don't forget to always be a servant leading the way. Thanks, everybody. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Ladies in Waiting podcast. If you'd like to find out more about the Ladies in Waiting ministry, feel free to go to our website at liwministries.com. 
You can also find out more by going to our Facebook group page. So keep listening, keep growing, and keep being a servant who's leading the way.